Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, sweetie. Everything is good on this end. Just looking forward to uh, my birthday celebration coming up. I'm going to be celebrating for the next really more than a month because I've already started a bit and I'm going to be celebrating on to my time between now and uh, Hawaii until I return from Hawaii. So I'm going to be celebrating until about the 1st or 2nd of May. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, it's, it's an extended birthday since my birthday is actually at the end of the month. It just spills over throughout the month of April. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And I'll be yeah. and I'll be traveling in April, and so I'm just celebrating. You're yeah. Just, okay. So well, good on this end. How about you, sweetie? What's happening with you? Uh, I mean, everything is good. I am working a little bit, uh, but everything else is good. You know, I'm you know just, you know happy and thankful and grateful for all of the opportunities mm-hmm. that I have on my plate. Yeah, um, you're the hardest working woman in show business. I'll say that. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you know, positive vibes. I hope you're going to take a a break to celebrate my birthday with me. Oh, of course. Of course I will. You know I will. But I mean, mean no laptop. Okay? Uh Uh-oh. No no laptop. All right? Oh, I'll try, Ma. Okay. All All right. right, So what's going on? uh, Well, Ma, we do have a little bit of bad news. And then we can, you know. I I mean, Ma, you know, I'm just tired of all these mass shootings uh, in Nashville. Yeah, I know another one. I really don't even want to go into, like, the gender gender identity and go there with that because it takes the focus off of, you know, the fact that there's just too many guns. It's just too too, many guns. That's too much, too easy access. First first and last, there's just too many guns and they have these assault weapons going on. It's just too much. Two guns and guns that are just really just deadly, you know, just too much devastation in just a blink of an eye, you know, by people who are, you know, emotionally and mentally unhealthy Mm -hmm. and, and it cuts across everything. Yeah. It cuts across everything, race, color, creed, sexual identity, just everything, please. Yeah. And then too many guns is a common denominator. Number one, too many guns. Too many yeah. guns, and then number two is mental health. Not having oh, yeah. you know, appropriate yeah. uh, access to you know proper health care. Yeah, you know, mental right. health. Yeah, right, uh, absolutely. But let's deal with the guns first, because some people I don't know about their mental mental health, but some people are just uh, damn angry. Yeah, you know, and I'm not sure if you can. Um, I don't know how much therapy can help them, because some yeah. people, and then there's some people who are just that evil. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, let's account for that, that dimension that we don't want to address because we don't maybe understand it or don't necessarily know about it, but we are actually witnessing it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Okay, sweetie. Okay. Uh, all right. Um. So, uh, and, we're gonna, and we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about uh, next time we're on, we're going to give you another link and we'll pay you, you'll take care of everything, right, sweetie, for people to yes, yes, uh, reach out, you know, and let their local politicians, their local, this local, statewide, and federal representatives know that, you know, we're tired of all these guns. We got to let our voice be heard. This is not the will of the people. We do not want our babies murdered like this. This mm-hmm. is not the will of the people, you no. know, so. 
So we got to speak out against these gun lobbyists and, you know, these gun manufacturers and on and on and on. We have got to, you know. I, I'm in I'm in total agreement with you, Ma, and we'll do that on the next episode. Okay. Guys. All right. Let, let's okay. let's switch it up a little bit, Uh, you know, to let everybody know what we're sipping on. And like we said, it's still Women's History Month. Right? That's right. So That's we have right. to, you know, we have to rep our women. And so this is screwball whiskey and it's actually minority owned and woman owned because it is a couple, um, Stephen and Brittany Ying. So screwball whiskey ma, is what we're sipping on right now. Okay. All right. Let's raise our glasses to long life, long life, not lives cut short, long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. And gun control, gun control, stronger gun control laws. Salud. Salud. Okay. Mm. Mm. That, I like that. Nice kick, nice and hearty. Okay. okay. What's going on, daughter? All right, ma. Oh, gosh. I guess she said, keep on with the bad news. What the hell is going on with Jonathan Majors? So we know that he was recently arrested, you know, for strangulation, assault and harassment following a domestic dispute. We don't know if it was with his girlfriend. We think it was not 100 percent sure. But we do know that the police responded to a call around 11 a.m. from a 30 year old woman claiming she was assaulted by Majors. Now, since then, Majors has come out and. His lawyers actually have come out and said that, uh, you know, he absolutely is innocent. He didn't do anything. And that um, the woman recanted her story. But we don't know if that's true because we haven't actually seen that. And we also heard that there is some video footage, too. Uh So, um, you know, with all that being said, Ma, here comes some other rumors where people were saying before um, a a director uh, said that uh, Jonathan Majors has a violent history from Yale and that everybody knew it and they let him, you know, get away with it. And then somebody, some other director was saying that he's brutal. And then he recanted kind of his story, but said, you know, there was some anger issues. So I don't know, Ma, what are all your thoughts about this? Oh, and the U.S. Army, they pulled the commercial that Jonathan Majors was featured in. I think it only aired twice and they pulled it. So what are your thoughts? Well, let me just say this. I, we don't know the reality, but we know that well, none of this is a good look for Jonathan Majors. And we also know that there might be a preponderance of evidence, you know, like just so much going on until we look at him and we say he might be innocent. I mean, he might be guilty. You know, he might be guilty of some of these things. So I don't know what he did. All I know is that it is not a good look. But what happens is that the innocent and the guilty suffer. Because when these stories are put out there, there's there's an automatic presumption by some of us that the person is guilty. There's an automatic presumption because we begin to think, well, why would they even say those things if it wasn't true? You know, why would it have reached this level in the media? You know, it could be a little local story that's not true. People just lying. But usually when it reaches this level, it's there's some truth to it, but not necessarily. 
okay? But people are more prone to believe it. And then when you start to hear multiple stories similar, people really do believe it. So it's just not a good look for him, whether he's guilty or innocent. It's not a good look for him. Mm -hmm. He's already started to lose some money and he will lose more. It's not a good look. So I hope if he is uh, innocent, that he's vindicated. Mm -hmm. And if he's guilty, I hope he gets help. Yeah. That, that is what I have to say. You know, I hope it's, obviously it's not good, but just based on everything swirling around now, this is not, this is not a good time for him. I, you know, obviously I hope that there's, well, there is more to the story. Um, I hope that you, like you said, that he's vindicated. Um, I think that it's always important to, you know, take people's accusations seriously, but we also have to remember there's always two sides to a story and we have to keep with this. People are innocent until proven guilty. Now, I don't know if, you know, all this stuff is true. These little um, stories that we're hearing about Jonathan's past and if they are true, then he needs to go do uh, to go to anger management. He needs to, you know, have some deep therapy sessions, and that is something that takes months and years that he needs to work on. So, um, you know, Jonathan, you're very talented, but I hope all these things aren't true um, that we're hearing. And um, you know, we'll find out. We'll find out sooner than later. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, sweetie. Come all on. Right. Come so let's move. Okay. I know. Well, I I know. I thought. Oh. Starting now heavy-handed, you know. All right. Well, my uh, another update is uh, Judge Joe Brown. So nearly a week ago, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph alleged that she was sexually assaulted by a famous TV judge in the past. Um, she didn't what year did she say that was, Pay Or we don't have that? I I know it was in the nineties, the, the oh, okay. late nineties to early two thousands. It was oh, a time okay. that it was a time that she was on Moesha. That we know. Okay, she was on Moesha. Okay. Um, so she didn't name her assailant, but confirmed that it wasn't Judge Greg Mathis. So right. Judge Joe Brown decided that he was going to speak out and say there's false rumors being spread that I mistreated a certain lady 25 years ago. I categorically deny both the accusations, um, you know, and he says that he never even met her. Okay. He's 75. Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't meet her. He yeah, says, he's 75 now. He wasn't then. He says they ought to cease and desist because he doesn't like that he's a link to these rumors. So I don't know, Ma. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? If it's not Judge Doe Brown, because I don't want him coming for us. Uh, I, I, I really believe I that Shirley Brown, I, mean, I think we, she's an we, honest person. Yeah, and, I, know, think, so I it's think somebody. It yeah, I think some it's somebody too. We may be barking up the wrong tree, but I, I'm hard pressed to figure out who else it could be. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, he's I, putting I, a warning out to people, so he's just letting everybody okay. know. All right. Well, you know, look, you know, that's between him and Shirley Ralph, and I'm just going to leave that alone. Right. And Shirley Ralph never mentioned his name, and no. he said that, and he says she didn't. So yeah. Okay. So All right. Right. We could oh. be all wrong. We could be. But Judge, right. Joe, Judge Joe Brown has said some things that have not been so great regarding women, and he knows that. Right. So leave that alone, too. Okay. Um, and also, he's a politician now. Yeah. Okay. So my another update uh, is your girl, Wendy Williams. 
And so what's going on with Wendy? How's she doing? So her rep was updating fans because some people thought that her podcast, her upcoming podcast is canceled. And so they wanted to say, we're still working behind the scenes on several projects and the Wendy experience. Uh, there's no official cancellation of the podcast. And as far as possible television comeback, Wendy does desire to return to TV. So we know all of this comes out after, you know, she was spotted in New York City at the gay bar drinking and, you know, getting drunk, actually. Um, why is all this negative stuff coming out from her camp? Why are we hearing that her podcast that hasn't aired yet is canceled? Why are we hearing from her reps? Why aren't we really seeing Wendy? What is going on? I know you said that there's really no one around her except maybe her son. And he's young. And I, I just don't like it. I wish, does she not have any friends that are there to protect her a little bit? I don't know. Uh, evidently not. And, you know, and it's not good that we aren't hearing more directly from Wendy. Yeah. That's the thing. Because, you know, you know, the the real Wendy loves to run her mouth. And she's her own best rep. As far as that's concerned, when, you know, when she's doing well, when things are going well for Wendy, Wendy can talk for Wendy. Right. You know? And so I don't know what's going on. It makes me think that things just are not going well. You know, yeah. it makes me think things are not going well because there's too many other people talking for Wendy about Wendy other than Wendy. Right. And, and Wendy, when she is at her best, Wendy is a master at this kind of stuff. Right, okay? right. And that we aren't hearing from her. It, that in and of itself is terrible. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know what I think about it, but yeah, you're right. Man. I, don't, I don't think anything good. Oh, it's nothing good to think. Good because when things are good, when she's on the men and really doing well and things are good, we'll be hearing directly from Wendy. Oh, for sure. You know. And not people putting out all this suspicious kind of stuff with shade thrown in and, you know, people questioning what's going on and all this nonsense. And there seems to be no sense of uh, responsible reporting or anything. We just don't know what's what. No. So, you know, when things are as they should be, then we'll hear from Wendy. And that's how I feel. Okay, um, so we're going to move on and I'm just going to say positive vibes, you know, for Wendy and for her, for her health, the physical. Good, and good luck to you, Wendy, whatever's going on. Good luck. Okay, my um, somebody else that I know you love. Uh, we know that Miss, Miss Reese Witherspoon and uh, her husband um, have announced their split I on social love media. Reese Witherspoon? I'm joking. I'm okay. joking. That was a bad joke. So okay. they've, they've announced their split on social media days before their 12th wedding anniversary. They share a 10-year-old child, um, and Reese has two adult children from her previous marriage to Ryan Felipe. Do you have any thoughts, Ma? Nothing. None. Couldn't care less. No. Sorry. Nope. Don't care anything about it at all. Do you not like Reese with a spoon? She's all right, but she's you know not of interest to me. She's healthy, wealthy, and then everything else. Bye. See ya. Okay. All right. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, you know, it's always sad to me when a marriage uh, ends. Um, sometimes. I don't anything about Reese Witherspoon and her marriage. 
her marriage is no more than anybody else's. People get divorced every day. This woman is healthy, wealthy, and probably got another man or woman or whatever she likes. I, you know, no, I don't care anything about hers. It's not said. It's not ooh la la. Get out of here. <laughs> Keep it moving. Come on, okay. we both been divorced. That was the big deal, okay? Why you put me in it? Why so, I'm in this? It up. No, you keep. But that was a, that was not right. That I, yes, not. it is. Yes, it is. That was below the belt. The okay. That woman is a filthy rich millionaire and everything. And get out of here. And mm-hmm. it's been one for years. And she's had, you know, I don't know about Ron. I don't know about this last husband, but Ron Felipe is sure was handsome and cute back when they was together. So what do you want? You know, come on. Is she burning out these men? Go ahead. Get out of here. She dated Jake. My, she dated Jake Gyllenhaal back then. Yeah, you know, come on. I don't care nothing about Tabaru was sad. Get out of here. Okay. All right, Ma. So much sad. We've had much sadder news today, okay? Please don't put that in the category. No, I know. You're right. Okay. Okay. Okay, Ma. So people are mad at rapper Logic. You know Logic. I know of Logic, yes. Okay. So um, he had a little quick video, a clip of him and his father, in which he used the N-word. And everybody was very upset. He was just, you know, talking in passing. You know, yeah. he is his father is black. Yeah. And so people were saying, do you think it's out of pocket or on the money? Well, I'm saying is it out of pocket or on the money to be upset with logic for using the N-word? It's, it's totally, it's totally ridiculous. It's too stupid to even talk about. He's a biracial man. Right. Drake. You sound like a fool. Uses it. You sound Drake like a fool. You it's sound because crazy. of how logic looks, ma. This you, know. Man, you know, well, then I don't care. They just talk foolish. Go ahead. Keep it going, please. He's a black man, regardless of how he looks. If that man is really his father, come on. Get that is sad. You, but, like when on. you can kind of see the resemblance. Yes, yeah, okay. so he just he may he might have took his mother's complexion and whatnot. He that happens. That. You know that happens yeah, quite yeah, a bit. Yes, 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 honey, I understand. No, they they that's out of pocket. Get out of here. That man oh. is black. He okay, just, he just lacks skin. That's all. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, Ma. So Barbie Bassett, I don't know if you know who that is, but she's a news anchor and broadcaster. Uh, so in Mississippi, she's been, <laughs> she's been off the air since she made a joke about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> they were discussing a new... Now Snoop can handle his handle. I don't know why they think they had to take her off the air. Snoop- Snoop had nothing to do with her being taken off the air, but it's what she said. Okay, so they were discussing the new release of Snoop's wine collection. And so Barbie joked about getting a tattoo of Snoop like Martha Stewart did on a recent commercial. And she said, for for shizzle my nizzle. She was only playing. And she said nizzle. I thought it was a I wasn't, offended by it. I, I wasn't offended by it. I wasn't offended at all. I wasn't offended at all either. So you think it was out of pocket for them to take Yeah, her she didn't say the real word, though it though admit that, but she didn't she <laughs> just said my nizzle. Snoop said that. Right? Well, yes, that's, right. that's his whole language. Snoop well, she, made up all that language. Well, she can't use that language then, right? 
But she didn't use no language. No, she didn't say the real word. See, to me, she didn't say the real word and then making it. And she was just joking. And I don't she I didn't found, find it She was quoting Snoop and that, that it was nothing wrong with that. Because well, Snoop used all type of words. And she could have said some other words that Snoop really uses too. But she didn't. She was making a joke. She shouldn't have took a mm-mm. Mm-mm. And what is that? Mississippi. Where was yeah, that? In Mississippi. Mississippi did that? Well, I don't, I don't trust nothing. And, and you know they history with black people. Oh, my God. Well, she might be biracial, too. You know yeah, you something know. going on. Yeah, right. yeah. She probably must be of color, too. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. To me, that was just... Say so racially sensitive. To, Get out of here. To that me, was totally me, out of pocket. To me, what she said, she was just having a... Oh, they just got mad because she was celebrating Snoop. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Okay, Ma, um, I have another question for you. I don't know if you've heard about this thing called button dogs. Um, no. Okay, so um, button dogs are like actually really popular right now. So it's kind of, you know, they're raising a the question about is it really a good idea to teach your dog how to communicate by pressing buttons? They, so if the dog hits a button love, maybe it really like wants you know, some dog treats or maybe it wants to be pet, but they right. have this thing that's like really, really popular right now. You can, it starts off with like $30 to $230 and it's a way of the dog communicating with you. You haven't seen it? No. So pet parents record nouns and verbs and emotions and they believe the buttons enable their dogs and sometimes cats to ask questions and express their feelings of pain or anger and indicate that they want something. And so that's kind of like the new thing. So do you think this is out of pocket or on the money? Or you think it's just a way to steal people's money? Yes. It's a way to steal people's money. It's out of pocket. What are you going to give for Bella? It's, it's BS. I call BS no, because I understand Bella through her barking, her facial expressions, her body movements. I understand her very well. When she wants affection, she comes and jump and she know how to hug and kiss and snuggle up to you when she wants her food. She barks and goes over by her dish. When and she, she wants to go out, she goes over by the door. Yeah, and she uh, when slaps. She and when she doesn't like what you're telling her to do, she ignores it or barks at you. I got everything down pat that I need to know from my dog. Oh, like wow. everything my dog lets me know when she wants to be huggy affectionate when she doesn't want to put on her little outfit she fights I got everything down pat I don't need anything for her to go banging and beeping on and pay somebody two or three hundred dollars for it no and whoever does it they are total suckers <laughs> they are total suckers because the dog dogs are smart they know how to communicate already they're still not using language now, unless you're going to tell me you can get this dog to use language, I don't want to hear it, okay? As far as banging and all this here, I don't <laughs> want to hear that, okay? I think it's silly that because crazy. how do you know that they mean the same thing that you mean? Of course, it's it's just, it, 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 that's right, because you cannot communicate that the dog even understands that. That, right. that, is, that is ridiculous, and whoever doing it is a big sucker. Your dog can communicate with you. You can train your dog uh, with certain scents, how to sniff and smell, and you understand the dog is relating to certain things. You can teach dogs stuff like that, but you are not teaching dogs about emotions That's and true. behaviors. You are not teaching your dog that. Your dog innately and inherently knows how to sense danger, 
-hmm. no strangers. You know, your dog has that all already right. from Mother Nature. So what in the hell you think you're doing short of this dog speaking language? And in this case, English, but with any language, English, any language, any yeah. language as far unless you can teach that dog how to uh, speak language, the shit you talking is not right. Well, they understand what you're saying in whatever language. They understand, speak. right? You, 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 you going to buy something to teach your dog to communicate with you when your dog is learning that right there in the house, living with you? How crazy is that? Why don't you go get something and teach your child how to express their feelings to you? How to tell your mommy, I'm hungry. You know, once you go, well, isn't your child going to learn the language that you speak as the same species? Right. You know, it's just ridiculous. The dog, dogs are smart and they know how to communicate all the love, the fear, the hungry, the less play. Uh, Bella, when she wants to play, she goes and picks up her toys. Yes. I mean, it's just very simple. Yeah. You know, she doesn't need any banging on any bells. And she doesn't care if you don't want to play, but she'll let you know. And right. And like with the rest of no, that's out of pocket. Any real dog person will know that's bull crap. You may be able to teach the dog how to perform other tasks, but not emotional tasks and communicating with their family, the people that they live with. No, no. Yeah, I just when I heard this, I'm no, like, is no. it really that popular? Mm -hmm. But apparently, it's really popular like on TikTok. Well, that's good. That's good. They've had all kinds of things popular in, in history. Go ahead. Okay, mom. I'm not uh, buying it. I won't invest in it. I have great communication with my dog. Okay, mom. So we have. So, mom, have you heard of this thing called digital blackface? No, but I'm sure they have it. So digital blackface is a practice where white people co-opt online expressions of black imagery, slang, catchphrases, or, you know, culture to convey comic relief. Yeah, some people just say wiggers. Some people say wiggers. No, and no, I my, know that they're no, doing that's this. not they're what doing, it is. They're doing this to be racist. I no, got see, it. Okay, see, oh, listen, okay. I have an right. issue with this whole thing. It's right. like, I'll say maybe you shared the viral video. Remember that woman, Kimberly Sweet Brown, when she was um, telling a reporter after narrowly escaping the apartment fire, ain't nobody got time for that? Yeah, yeah. I remember her. Yeah. Right, right. Or Tyra. She was good. I loved her. Right. That's or, one of my favorite sayings. Or, or Tyra Banks, you know, exploding in anger on America's Next Top Model saying, I was rooting for you. We all were rooting for you. Remember that? Yeah, okay. Or the, or the gif of Michael Jordan crying. Well, it says that you're, if you're black, then it's okay. You get a pass. But white people shouldn't share that, you know, because they, um, it's almost like. Um, you mean shouldn't share that about black people acting they like. They shouldn't it. share that about black people and their text okay. messages or whatever they do, because it's like a, a menstrual show. Now, who know? came up with that one? White people. Because that's a real, right. Kids, keep it moving. Because that's a real stretch. Right. That's a real petty, ridiculous stretch. Right. Come on. Look, you know what? Just stop lynching black men. Stop killing us and stop taking our voting rights and 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 you know and uh you know doing this gerrymandering and redistricting. I don't want to hear about this silly ass thing that that's just silly. That what that whole thing right there is just silly. To me, but, it's, you know, 
That's I mean, ridiculous. Right. To me, it's just really- That's not infringing on anybody's rights. That's not affecting anybody's quality of life. You know, we got real issues going on. That stuff is petty and ridiculous. Let them, those people who got time to be thinking of all kinds of little silly things, let them work on uh, gun control, right. voting rights, women's reproductive rights. Right. Let them work on some real issues right there. Now that's yeah, just food, food insecurity. Right, uh, right. Better now, if you're talking about you, if you're talking about yeah. expending political energy, now if you're going to present that to me as a joke, something funny or silly, I got it. We all like to laugh and have fun, but if you're mm. going to act like that's a real thing mm. in terms of people's rights, that was an article on no. CNN. So yeah. no. well, mm -hmm. I mean, I understand, and sometimes the news is slow, so they start to grasp at straws because. But, it, but it's not broken. slow, ma. The news is not slow. No, that's no, well, well, I was. I'm not saying that it really is. So I'm making an excuse for them just uh, glomming on to some uh, trivia. Yeah. And trying to make it what it's not, because that's not a real issue of significance to anybody. Right? Yes, I agree. Okay. 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 Um, so Ma, we um are gonna move on and talk about our book of the month, which is Vanishing Half, um, by Britt Bennett. Um, and this is um for the March book of the month. You yes, know what? I, I'm sorry, Britt Bennett. Sorry. You know what? And I just have to say, Britt uh, Bennett, right? Yes. Bennett or Bennett? Brett Bennett, Bennett, right? Bennett. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what? I just have to say, I'm so sorry. I don't, you know, I guess I got too carried away with everything throughout the month and I didn't have a chance to finish it, but I did start it. And you know what? Uh, you know, I, I do it for me to say anything is kind of unfair and premature, but I will say, I. Uh, continue to be interested in, you know, in, in the book and what I've read so far. A lot of it, of course, is, you know, I don't want to, am I supposed to be telling what I read? Well, or, well Ma, or, let me, let me kind of, you know, segue and let people know about it and then you can, you know. Yeah. Well, no, I don't have anything else to say because oh. like I said, I, you know, I haven't gotten that far, you well, know. You can say uh, what you want to say about well, it. Well, what I want to say is that a lot of it um, I, I do not like and will not like because a lot of negative, ignorant stereotypes. And I thought that some of it, uh, I was really surprised because some of it is as recent as the 60s. And they seem to be talking about things that happened in the 1860s, you it know. So, so so it goes well, into the 90s. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying that's even worse. I'm yeah. saying this piece of it that starts in the 60s where what they're describing shouldn't even have been going on in the 60s. That's yeah. how bad it is. That's how terrible some of it is. No, I, I get you, Mom. I, okay. I get you. So that's all. And as far as you know, as far as colorism and and other different. Mom, let me let me just know. go in because I okay, all right. So okay, so it's the story of identical twin sisters who are um, light skinned from a small town in Louisiana. They run away from from home at the age of sixteen in search of a, of different a different life. One passes for white while the other marries a dark-skinned man. Um, they both do things, um, you know, they, they both do things that they always wanted to do but felt they couldn't do in their small, very colorist town, which is, in, like I said, in, in somewhere in Louisiana um, that would have been frowned upon. The twins are named Stella and Desiree, and the it takes place from the 40s to the 90s, um, and we see three different generations 
and I th think that part is cool. We see the struggles, um, the you know, unjust society, the connection and bond with the family, obviously with women and race. And we also go into like the LGBTQ plus. And um, I think something that's really cool is how it comes full circle with how each of the sisters have one child and their child, their, their children look so different from one another, but they remind each other or remind themselves of each other. And they, right. and, and I right. think that part is like really cool. Um, but I'm with you. There's a lot of ignorance, but I think that's what it's supposed to be. I think they're supposed to show the ignorance in it. But for me, right. I wish, I don't know. I kind of wish that there was not as much. I feel like I wish that there was more enlightenment towards the end of it. Right. Um, you know, like the ending for me, uh, I wasn't crazy about an ending that we're hearing now where they're just kind of like really happy that a dark skin woman accomplished, uh, you know, something in the medical field or what, whatever. Like to me, that was just that part was really ignorant. Uh, right. But I thought the writing itself was good. Um, I mean, I, I'm going to give it uh, a premium and I would recommend, uh, I would say like about a seven. Um, but I'm going to just kind of read a few comments from because we have some comments from people because I asked people to, you know, read along with us. So right. uh, Katina, uh, 1987, Katina said, um, <laughs> it was all right. I found I found it hard to relate to any of the characters as all they did was ponder about what ifs and complain about as stupid teenagers from a small backcountry towns would do. Mm -hmm. That's what Katina said. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, James for life and James for life 12 said a predominantly white passing family based in the deep South. After years of separation, we can see how each brand differed from another. The book also explores the lasting influence of the past on a person's decision and Vanishing Half also goes into hard tops, topics such as domestic violence, integration, and LGBTQ plus issues, among others. And it's quite an ambitious book. That's what James for Life said. Okay. All okay. Right. Um, and right. I have I have uh -huh. one one more person. Um, Lizzie Reads Books. Lizzie Reed, Reads Books says, a great book for our times. It should be required reading for high school juniors and seniors okay so, all right. okay well good yeah. that was a that was a good sampling of you know of the comments we received and mm -hmm. um good and and keep them coming and yeah. you know like I said I'm sorry I hadn't had a chance to finish it because you know I have m many many things going on but not to make excuses guys and next time I will be you know totally prepared you know by the deadline everything just went like I said I'm celebrating the birthdays and everything's been going on but um what I like, uh, what I read uh, so far, like I said, is, uh, you know, I, I I don't like some of the whole emphasis on a whole bunch of things that have been, you know, not helpful, have been, you know, have had a a, a detrimental effect on our, uh, on our culture, on our race, and on our quality of life that we've, you know, uh, embraced some of these things that we've been fed. And, and I don't like it. And I don't like it that they have the whole little town that is so color struck 
till if you are a different complexion, you know, they're staring at you and looking at you with, you know, contempt and all this ridiculous stuff. I mean, really extreme. We've yeah. all heard everything, like I said, because white people are colorists among themselves with mm-hmm. their adoration for blonde blue eyes, okay, which we know is not the true uh, natural color of, of most of them, only a small percentage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so we know that colorism is even more expansive than we think of it as being, you know, but and in, in, in the black community, obviously, because we have so many different tints and mostly we the tints are skewed due to, um, you know, uh, mixing, mm-hmm. due to, to race mixing, you know, uh, in the old days by force and now more volitional. But in any event, just to hear it that, you know, it's embraced, you know, how we embraced it, embraced it, embraced it. And maybe it was hard to resist because we saw the correlation between looking more like white and being treated better. But that is because the dominant, uh, you know, the dominant group controlled everything. So more like them, that's just not that you inherently had this value because of your skin color, you know, and, and that is something that we, some of us still have to learn to resist that and mm-hmm. don't believe the nonsense. Right. Get it clear, get it straight for what it really is. Right. Well, I'm sort on that, you know, but um, but that's my uh, biggest problem with it as far as the story about the family and so forth. That piece is interesting, you yeah. know. And is- and I do like that they you know mentioned yeah. about you know they reference not reference a, a big character uh you know was trans and they um. Yeah. And, you know, it's a different way that we look at, you know, you know, trans, you know, because a lot of people don't understand that it is, you know, it's mental. It's how it's how you feel. It's how you absolutely. Right. Absolutely. yeah. So I thought I, you know, definitely um, recommend uh, re- recommended either audio book or either paperback, whatever one you prefer. Um, and like I said, I'm going to give it a premium seven. OK. All right. Great. All right. Oh. Okay, uh, so Ma, we're gonna, you know, try to end things on a higher, happier note. Um, so the World Happiness Report uh, told us what, how do you, ca- how do you think you calculate the happiest countries in the world? Um, so economic security, quality of work, quality of consumption, leisure time, relationships, environment, and freedom and control. So those are the top things that they did to um, calculate their, you know, what is it? happiest what countries. Was that 18 categories? Yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah, you, okay. you, you did right. the math okay. for me. So I will say, I will preface this with the bad first. So the bottom three out of 146, uh, number 146 is Afghanistan. Countries, you took countries. 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 Okay. Uh, I, we're going with Afghanistan. Okay. Uh, you could you could say that, yeah, because they're just so oppressive, especially for the women. Right. Yeah. Uh, number one. 140- and LGBTQ and then everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. 145 is Zimbabwe. Oh, God. It would be in some place in our motherland. Go and ahead. Number 144 is Rwanda. So that's the yeah. bottom three. Yeah. And I and I just, you know, my full, full disclosure. Because there's I, no human and, and women rights in right. India. No human rights, no women rights, no LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Forget and, it. At number 114 is Nigeria. Well, so. Okay. Listen, right. I'm I'm only part Nigerian. Yes, my we know. A small part. We got it. Not okay. that small, but it's uh, oh, oh, part it's, Nigerian. 
It's not the majority of what I am. Right. I'm from, I'm from other parts of Africa. You know? I, I forgot to look up some of the other parts, Ma. Yeah. Forgive me. Well, I just know because okay. you just you just with this Nigeria, you know. But uh, you know, but I'm from other parts of Africa. I'm you know part Senegalese. You know, I'm from many different parts. So oh, just, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the top ten. Um, the U.S. actually is pretty high. It's at number fifteen. Uh, I forgot to mention the UK. Well, it should be. I mean, based on what it's supposed to be, it should be number one. But no, but it's the, not. The UK is number 19 and Canada is, I don't know why they say UK, but anyway, Canada is number 13. So Canada is a, a little bit higher than the US. I, and I thought so. I thought it would be a greater disparity. I thought it would be even higher. What would be up there? Number one, like Switzerland. Well, let, let's or... go with number 10. My Number 10 is oh. New Zealand. Okay. Number nine is Luxembourg. Well, New Zealand is pretty homogenous, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Number nine. You know, people, I don't I have a tendency not to count countries when the people are all the same. Mm, well, you that's I mean? kind of how most of these are. Yeah, when um, the people are all the same, I, I don't give it the same validity because people being able to get different people of different uh, backgrounds and different cultures being able to get along, that really gives high marks. When we're all the same, you know, we mm-hmm. haven't really been tested in the way that other countries are, you mm-hmm. know, when, when more heterogeneous countries are. You know, like the United States, where there's people here from everywhere. But if we're all the same, you know, you trace us all back to the same two or three sets of people, you know, uh, we don't we don't have as much to to have to overcome because we're already the same. Number nine, Luxembourg. Yeah. Number eight, Switzerland. I knew Switzerland was up there. Number seven, Norway. Mm-hmm. All those Nordic countries, yeah. Num- number six, Sweden. I, I knew I knew Sweden and Switzerland was up there. Number five, Netherlands. Yeah, same thing. Number four, Israel. I hadn't even thought about Israel, but but that they're the same too. Number three, Iceland. Gave no thought to Iceland. Go number ahead. two, Denmark. Mm-hmm. And number one is Finland for the sixth year in a row. Okay. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think of that? Because, like I said, countries where they're, you know, they're homogenous societies, they have, you know, they they already get along. They have the same things in common, the same cultural beliefs and largely the same religions. They they have they don't have many things to, uh, you know, to sort of overcome and mm-hmm. sort of embrace. They haven't been challenged in that way. I and agree. So I so I don't really even count them as the same, you know. No, I believe it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of hard to fight with yourself if we all go to the same church, eat the same food, wear the same clothes, like the same music, have the same, use the same hair products, uh, you know. Yeah. Drink the same beer, you know, and, and on and on and on. It's it's hard to you know listen to the same music, you know, speak the same language. It's uh, you know, what yeah. is it? That you, what is it that you really are overcoming? You know, you're just living together peacefully for the most part. Yeah, that's true. You know, and who's oppressing you? And if you're not oppressed based on the different races or religions and so on and so forth, you you have less to complain about, mm-hmm. right? Who you're fighting against? The people who look and act just like you. You know what I mean? 
Not as much. That's yeah. Who you blaming? Now you're just blaming yourself, right? Who you blaming? Yeah. 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 I, I'm all with you, man. Yeah. Okay. So that's all interesting, right. though. Very all right. Interesting. But like I said, mm -mm. I knew when you were going to come with a bunch of Eastern European countries where everybody's the same, I knew that they would rank very high. Now okay. I give I give I give Canada props, you know, places like that. But if they yeah. don't have a sizable uh population of you know the, of minorities or you know different cultures and so on and so forth, they get much less credit for getting along, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay, Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon. The sun, the stars, the moon, and celebrating, celebrating life. Those are the things that make me happy. Okay. Uh, number one is Trey the Truth upgraded the home of an 82-year-old woman who was arrested for a, having a $77 trash bill. He spent at least $15,000 upgrading her home. So I want to give him props for that. That was really sweet. Okay. Also, Ryan Coogler is developing a remake of the X-Files series, Ma, with a diverse cast. So I think that'll be interesting. Good. And Bronny James had a master, masterful dunk in the slam dunk contest. And I loved it. You got to see it, Ma. It's on, it's on uh, Twitter now. You got to check it out. Okay. Oh, congratulations right. to you, Bronnie. Okay. Is, Ma, is there anything that you want to say before we go? No, I want to tell everybody to please, please, please let your voices be heard. We have to speak out. Gun control, gun control, gun control. And please, next, uh, when pay? What? When are we going to have something posted? Saturday. Saturday. Okay, guys. Yeah, Saturday. Please check it out. And because we want everybody to please, it's just a phone call, an email, mostly an email, not even a phone call. But of course, you can you can call and you can leave messages as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, but definitely do the email. Reach out to your politicians, your representatives. I want to say your representatives local. OK, that's your little town you live in or your big city you live in statewide, your state representatives, and all the way up to your federal representatives in D.C., okay? Please, and we all have them, and it is important. Don't think that your voice won't be heard. Your voice will be heard. Do it, because if these people understand that you will not be voting for them, if you make your voices heard, they will be heard. But you can't just sit back passively. We can't let this continue to happen. None of us are safe until all of us are safe. And the way it is right now, none of us are safe. I love that, Ma. I love it. Okay. Oh, okay, guys. Thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Bambushi Happy Hour. And also, all things pays you. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, all things pays you. And guys, you know, we really appreciate you, you know, continue to send us DMs and also email us at info at bambushihappyhour.com. So be safe and we'll be seeing you on Ma's birthday. We'll be recording. All Bye. right, guys. Bye.